What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Lakers Outsiders podcast. My name is Donnie McHenry, joined as always by Walt. Walt, how you doing this evening? I'm doing good, man. It's Wednesday. We made it to the middle of the week. Got the, the week winding down, playoff basketball every night. Life cannot get no sweeter. Absolutely. The, play, uh, the playoffs have been absolutely insane right now. We were talking right before this set. It really feels like we're already in the second round uh, in terms of the intensity, uh, all the great games that we've been getting, uh, the competitive series we've been getting, uh, I guess minus the Warriors and Nuggets, but who knows what could end up happening with that. Um, But yeah, the playoffs are in full swing. Uh, The Lakers are not, as we all know, but we still got some winning time going on uh, on HBO we're going to recap the seventh episode later. I believe it's titled The Invisible Man, uh, focusing kind of on Paul Westhead being the substitute teacher coach, uh, as th- I think as he was portrayed in the episode. Uh, I believe a little bit of uh, uh, fudged truths in regards to that. Uh, I think our buddy Jacob Rood at Silver Screen Roll kind of covered that it wasn't really mm-hmm. that rocky of waters for Westhead after he had to take over um for mckinney after his bike accident but a little dramatization a little little bending of the truth by the boys uh making the show winning time which perfectly leads us into uh what we're going to talk about before recapping the episode which is jerry west and kareem abdul jabbar the real people themselves uh not the characters in the show deciding to finally address the show itself uh, after we've had people like Gary Vitti, a longtime Lakers trainer, uh, and others comment on being displeased with the portrayal of Jerry West, as well as others on the show. And believe it or not, Jerry West and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar are right there with him, uh, not really liking their portrayals of themselves. Uh, Kareem had plenty of... Uh, to do or plenty of complaining about the show jerry west specifically had his lawyer uh i believe it was sending a a letter uh requesting unspecified damages to hbo (laughs) and the producers of the show uh total mischaracter or just going up and down the board uh calling a false characterization deliberately false characterization just going on and on about how he hates the depiction. Uh, and like I said, Kareem uh, commented on that, commented on, <laughs> said it was straight up boring, uh, said plenty of other things about the show. So, Walt, to start, I just kind of wanted to ask you how you felt about those two's uh, reaction to the show. Um, and yeah, basically just how you were feeling uh, reading all of their thoughts on the show. You know, it's two sides to it. Just as a consumer of what's been put together, we just kind of look at it like, man, hey, it, it is what it is. It happened. Um, It's embarrassing. But it's been chronicled once in a book. And now they're just putting it on the big screen for you to see it play out. And we mm-hmm. all know when you take the imagination that you put into writing and then you get somebody to actually, you know, put together parts and, and put the stuff on the big screen, oh, it's going to look ten times uglier. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, for them, because they're, you know, you think about like how you grow and you get older and you move on from things and, you know, you patch things up and you bury things. But sometimes things happen 
and um, you open that door up again, and a lot of the people involved, the pain come right back. You know, it's triggering. So I think it's fair for them to, you know, voice their opinion about everything because I'm pretty sure when, um, you know, when the Showtime book dropped, it was the same thing. You know, they probably felt the same way. But now, again, it goes on 10 now because you, you're multiplying that on network television times, social media uh, times, like, you know, people's loops, lips are a little looser than what they were back in the day mm-hmm. as far as, like, you know, now these – salacious companies got money they can offer people for these crazy stories and you know these boxes pandora boxes that uh you know they can dig into open up so i think it's fair on both sides man i and now I, I really don't i, I don't know man i don't know <laughs> yeah um i like you know starting with kareem's thing at first uh <laughs> Like I said, he kind of just starts off with just straight up calling it boring. Let me see. I'm, I've got it in front of me right now. His first subheading. <laughs> His first subheading. The sin of being boring. <laughs> There's only one immutable sin in writing. Don't be boring. Winnie Time commits that sin over and over. <laughs> right away, I was like, all right, Kareem. Like, starting off, starting off this teardown of Winnie Time with the most obvious opinion. <laughs> like, strictly opinion. Not even no sub, like no objectivity here. Just start off with opinion, uh, which is fine. I've heard plenty of people say, like that one. I've heard plenty of people say they hate the editing, which I don't like sometimes. Just mm-hmm. jumping around, real herky jerky. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I I wouldn't call the show boring by by any means of the nature. Uh, if anything, I would call it too much sometimes um yeah and like i said strictly opinion uh and also some bias because he says this right after he states that he originally had no interest in watching the show due to the fact that he had lived the story (laughs) himself (laughs) so i thought it was funny he says that and then right after he's like yeah also before even get into the real stuff this show's boring as hell um (laughs) Also, he kind of boils. News fest, Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm just, I love like him turning. Like, there's also no chance that he turned it on, and then he was just like, "Oh man, I'm about to fall asleep." Like, no, he was mm-hmm. absolutely stirred up, stirred up enough to get on, get on his Substack <laughs> and write this. Um, also, boiled down the like, he was just attacking the show writers. Uh, boiled down the <laughs> character, boiled down the characterizations in the show to like two word definitions. Which I feel like is pretty unfair to the show, whether you think it's boring or not. Like I feel like they've done, uh, they've written, showed multiple layers to Magic, uh, to Jerry Bus, to Cream, hell, even to Jerry West, whose portrayal is the one that's really just stirred up all this controversy. Um, I don't know. The entire re- article read to me as like one big long. I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. But also, here are some reasons why I could be mad, but. Exactly. exactly but also i'm not mad i'm not mad at all not <laughs> mad at all uh um, imagine kareem just sitting in his study after just watching the episode pounding the desk boom i'm about to dip the pen get my sub stack he just right honey, just... honey where's the laptop <laughs> let me let me talk like, oh, must have watched the show honey where and he also what did he say he uh was it him that said uh let me, I gotta find the slide. Here we go. 
Actually, I'm just going to read this entire paragraph. This is the third paragraph of Kareem's Substack. First, my response to the show has nothing to do with how I'm portrayed, the details of which I'll discuss later. I'm 75, <laughs> folks, and I've been dealing with positive and negative descriptions of me for 55 years, and I long ago accepted that it's just part of the celebrity gig. That's very little. There's very little that anyone can say about me, whether it's true or false, that will affect my life especially in a TV show. I don't get mad if someone wants to portray me as basically a T-800 Terminator robot. <laughs> my, rec- oh. my, record, my record as a college and NBA player and my lifetime commitment to social justice is enough for me. Now that right there is, I'm not mad at all. <laughs> I'm not mad Man. at all. I'm not mad at all that you guys are making me look like a robot. Didn't even notice. I didn't even notice. Let's say I did see you talk about my ceremonial morning paper and my freshly squeezed orange juice. Me looking at the stocks. Let's say I did take a gander at that. Um, And as for like the letter from Jerry West lawyer, I mean, I don't know what to believe anymore. Like Jeff, (laughs) I really don't like Jeff Perlman, uh, the author of the book. He said on shout out our buddies on a silver screen and roll podcast. He said on there, like if the Jerry West portrayal on the show is a 10 on a one to 10 cartoonish scale, then West in real life is probably like a six or seven. That's pretty close to 10. Um, <laughs> I like, I don't know. Like, I really don't know what my take on all this with him and Kareem saying all this. They have a, they absolutely have the right to defend themselves. Uh, and if there's a group of individuals that refuse to have themselves painted in a bad light, uh, it's professional athletes uh, who mm-hmm. have an obscene amount of success and pride. Uh, but then even more than that, especially NBA athletes, uh, exactly. they love to tell their own stories. I mean, we're getting I don't know when it's starting, like in a week. Uh, Magic Johnson's documentary series um, on Apple. And then, Lord, I, I just kind of started thinking about like in 15, 20 years. Um, when we start getting like some LeBron type content and Le- LeBron's for sure going to have his own little sub stack as well. Uh, <laughs> and Lord knows he will not like let anything be done about him. Um, and then I had an idea what, you know, I wish, I almost kind of wish that they would have, <laughs> they would have done this show and they would have done it about the Lakers, but they would have just changed everyone's name. Just like, just like Jerry East. And then, like, got really, like, cute with it. Like, oh, like, we're not doing this about you guys. This is about Jerry East and, exactly. like, like, Presto Jameson or, like, whatever, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and just, like, but, like, oh, guys. Harry Eagle. Yeah, you, guys, you guys can't call me out. You guys can't call us out for libel, all right? We're not doing this yeah. show about you, all right? It's, you know, it's the Fakers versus the Beltics or something, you know? Exactly. Um, hey, that tape would keep it up disappear like playmakers man <laughs> yeah, right. the black suvs gonna um, show up and honestly i wasn't even thinking about calling this out but like the his last line in that paragraph i read my record as a college and nba player and my lifetime commitment to social justice is enough for me and uh, the last point i was gonna make at the end of the day what are we gonna remember in 10 years the show winning time or the basketball careers of Jerry West, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Magic Johnson. Like, I'm going to bet a lot. If I could bet a lot of money, I'd bet money on the latter. Like, I don't think, like, I don't think we're going to be talking about winning time. Like, we're talking about, like, I don't know, the Sopranos, like, 20 years later or whatever. 
Listen, the most talked about scene in winning time is the many uh, events involving Magic Johnson and nothing else. That's it. I don't know. No, I don't, you, our boy, our yeah, boy Harrison. It, look, our boy Harrison loves the Jerry West <laughs> scenes, and so do I. I'm still. I still can't get the image out of my head of um, McKinney uh, taking that fall, man. I'm like, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, that was rough. That was man, rough. He turned his face um, into some apple pie. I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say certain scenes with magic in uh, in the exercise room, but I'm glad uh, you did. I oh can't get the, I can't get those ones out of my mind. And now I'm thinking yeah. about more scenes that I don't need to be thinking about. Um, yeah. Any any further? Actually, oh, actually, no, no, no. One more thing, and uh, I believe it was either Jacob Rude or Harrison, our two pals on Silver Screen Roll, that pointed this out. Oh, I gotta find it. So. He said in here, um, yeah, okay, here we go. Uh, for example, this is from Kareem. He said, for example, I never said fuck off to the to the child actor in Airplane, nor have I ever said that to any child. Well, then you better go talk to Linda Rambis because she's quoted in the book by saying <laughs> you've done that before. All right? Like, that's one thing I don't get. Like, they're coming for these showrunners. When this whole entire show is based off hey, a book authored the call by coming Jeff from Perlman. inside of the house. It's coming and, from inside of the yeah, house, baby. A book written by Jeff Perlman that essentially has had got a vote of confidence from Jeannie Buss at the time and still was up until the show being made. And Jeff Perlman has shown no remorse of uh, letting HBO make a show based off his book. He loves the show. So I love in all this, like Jeff Perlman's not getting any strays, which I'm glad he isn't. I don't want, let's not get on Twitter and start tweeting hate at Jeff Perlman. But like, that's what Perlman. I've been thinking is funny. It's like, well, were we, are we just ignoring the book that came out like years yeah, of like, journalism by Jeff Perlman that have look, contributed to the show? <laughs> that was worse from all accounts that I know of. Cause it basically is like, yeah, we're naming names right here. <laughs> like I said, I guess when you put a picture to something, it cut a little more deep. But, yeah, exactly. Hey, get into that book if you really want to paint some pictures in your head of some, some you know, some things. All the things, you know. Ooh, a little uh, winning time connection during the Bulls and Bucks playoff series. They showed the all-time playoff uh, leading scorers. Of course, that one was um, Mr. Uh, newspaper Orange Juice himself. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. See, that's why Kareem probably mad. Listen to listen at me. All the great things Kareem done did, and listen at the way I described that man. He just but, he, you right. Yeah. I'm back on his side now. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I like like I said, they have the right to do this. Like, mm. I don't blame them for doing this. It's like it's pity. You know, I understand Jerry West honestly because they do kind of cross the line sometimes. Like they were kind of painting Jerry West as like an alcoholic at the beginning. And I feel like from what I've read, he is kind of staunchly not a, a drinker at all, like period. Um, <laughs> so that type of stuff, like I get, um, but you know, it's really hard to tell what, uh, what the, in these defenses, you know, what's true in their defenses, what's them trying to deflect uh, and I just think that I just thought the whole, whole entire vibe of Kareem's article of I'm not mad at all. I'm not mad at all. But 
let me write let me let me get on here and uh write an entire article <laughs> hey i didn't even notice this he ended it and he another ended thing it, he ended it with postscript for those of you who are interested in exploring what really happened i suggest you watch the excellent documentary they call me magic on apple tv also the lakers have produced a 10-part docuseries with the cooperation of all the players involved which will be released later this summer on hulu <laughs> king get those plugs in kareem get those plugs in for your story baby it's going to be all basketball and then them going to like uh Texas Roadhouse or what kind of buffet restaurants they got in California. I feel like it's not a thing know. out there. They don't let my hey, Shoney's or something out. from back in the day. They don't let my It's going to be them. Ass in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be them playing basketball going to Shoney's after that like making jokes with family matters music. Cleaning that up real <laughs> Just having nice. a ball. Absolutely no issues whatsoever. Yeah. Magic never never had sex with anyone other than Cookie his entire life. And with that, and with that, should we just transition into our recap of episode seven? Let's get to it. Um, so yeah, like I said uh at the beginning of this podcast, uh large focus on Jerry Buss straddling the line of trying to figure out if he should stick with Jesus, stick with Paul Westhead as their interim slash maybe permanent head coach as McKinney recovers uh had Jerry West in what I thought to be a very uh Kurt Rambus-esque meddling with the front office when he doesn't really have a title with the team Mm. I don't know if you caught that or if you're thinking of our boy Kurt Rambus but he was uh you know trying to push Elgin Baylor first off I don't know if you know. I don't know what part of any of this stuff is true. Um, Son, and, <laughs> that came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. Uh, we had, was that Orlando Jones playing it was Elgin Baylor? Orlando Jones. All right. Yes. I was I was like, he came up and I was like, and I forgot to look it up, but I was like, is is that Orlando Jones? I yeah, I, it was one of them, you hear the voice that you like. And then you I know like, like when they put people in makeup? Yeah. Some, well, not makeup. They put people in all the stuff sometimes. You hear a voice, and then you like, ah, that's yeah. what it is. Yep. Orlando Jones. Uh, so, yeah, Jerry West was kind of breathing down uh, Westhead's neck. Also, Pat Riley's neck, who made the transition from the booth alongside Chick Hearn to the coaching staff. Uh, we'll talk about that later. That's definitely something I want to highlight, the uh, Pat Riley storyline and all this. Um but yeah, kind of focus on that. Focus on their road trip uh, that ended with a Celtics uh, game winner via Michael Cooper. Uh, got our first, not our first look at Larry Bird, but our first main episode involving Larry Bird. Talk about that too. But Walt, go ahead and hit me with your favorite part of the episode and uh, your MVP of the episode. My favorite part of the episode was when Larry Bird arrived and just... He had an aura like how uh <laughs> like how Charlie Murphy described Rick James. He had an aura. He was coming <laughs> in spitting sunflower seeds. He was everything they said he was. And then Quincy Isaiah is like, What's up, man? I mean, what's up, Larry? And Larry, <laughs> you know, doing Larry Bird things. I love that. Um and then, you know, just the the whole rivalry with, you know, them going all the way back in the day to, you know, their college days and them kind of touching on that. 
It don't get no better than that, man. People don't understand like the the like, you know what I'm saying? There's never been another like, like the, college to NBA <laughs> rivalry like that. Ever. Yes. Yes. Like that what you're seeing is the building block of everything we have today in terms of how the NBA built their product. You know what I'm saying with teams and you know specific rivalries and they haven't left that formula yet which you know that's something for another discussion on another day but mm-hmm. um i was happy for them to, to do that what about yeah. you man what you what'd you like yeah um the only uh i don't know if you're a fan of bo burnham the comedian or whatever actor but he was supposed to play uh larry bird. oh larry bird yeah, yeah he was supposed um, to play larry bird and i or i feel like it would have been uh, I I did kind of like this actor. I got to look up his name. I think it's Sean <laughs> Patrick Small or something. Um, but I really wish Burnham would have been in it because he would have just made it even funnier. But I don't know if I would have taken Burnham seriously as this guy. Uh, he had some great, he had great like uh, dipping, spitting in the Budweiser can, classic. <laughs> uh, and then they kind of did, um, I feel like there's famous stories of Bird like on the court telling telling defenders like i'm about to do this and you're not gonna stop it he had that moment mm-hmm. in the game like all right let me tell you guys what i'm gonna do since you're not gonna stop it i'm gonna fake right i'm gonna go over here and shoot from 12 feet swish not not even gonna touch in that and then, and then he made it he, he's running back he's like i lied i think it was 13 feet <laughs> um, <laughs> like I there's like it. definitely there's definitely true stories of that um i loved uh our boy adrian brody as Pat Riley. Um, mm. We're getting that kind of slow transformation into mob ties. We're going to finally see the, the mob ties. Yeah, into the Armani <laughs> suit wearing Pat Riley that we really know and love. Um, shaved the mustache. Uh, had that moment where he was getting Westhead's face in the shower. And then he, he kind of had that moment where he looked at the camera and slicked his hair back. I was like, Ooh, getting that, we're going to get yeah. that slicked hair back soon. And then, um, just like I feel like he was having more fire than like his character had had. Oh, I mean, way more fire and passion than his character had had um, in the rest of the previous episodes, which very fitting considering it all started right when he made that official move to be an assistant coach. Um, had a couple great lines getting those two T's uh, during the Celtics game. Uh, that mm-hmm. was really funny. And Westhead was cracking me up too. Uh, when they're getting those tacticals, getting the team riled up. Got, I always love a nice coach getting a tactical, just to get the team riled up. Uh, so, seen in a seen in a movie or just in real life, honestly. Be like, well, yeah. that's definitely a scene of Coach Carter, right? Him getting mm-hmm. getting teed up to get the get the boys going. Um, yeah, man. So yeah, I, don't know, I really liked uh, Pat Riley. He, he, I think he looks way better without the stash. Uh, Adrian Brody himself, uh, and his mm-hmm. hair's a little cut more. Um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to more, more movements towards the Pat Riley we know and love. It's Riles, man. Come on now, <laughs> heat culture. Heat culture kicked LeBron, kicked yeah. LeBron in the butt on his way out. Mm-hmm. Trash cans <laughs> on the end of the uh, court. You know what I'm saying? So you can relieve yourself after we run you to death. Mm-hmm. That's what it's, it's about, man. That's a Jimmy Bolt. That's a Jimmy Butler culture, baby. Yeah, boy. Oh, and uh. The um, just their whole like going to Boston, like arriving at uh, mm. with the airport on the escalator. That was a good shot. Kind of I like, like that. Hey, man, this this place is it's a <laughs> it's a dump. You know what I'm saying? A Norm, Norm 
Norm Nixon giving them uh giving them the pointers on what they're what to yes, expect. Man. I love it. The Boston Garden. Yeah, I loved uh he gave that whole like speech to the um when they're at Magic Johnson's house, like about what to expect, uh all the mm. racism to expect, and then uh yeah, that scene when they're coming out of the airport and they're coming out of the escalators and they're all like stacked up on each top of each other, then you start hearing the just vile things from the Celtics fans and uh you saw like the part where Norm Nixon like laugh, just like <laughs> these guys. Like I love that. <laughs> hey man, classic and that's another history lesson as far as like people having to understand the roots of this, man. I just love, love, because I was one of those people that really didn't, you know, you coming into like fandom, you don't really take things serious until you're like, oh, so that happened. So that's why I should <laughs> feel this way. And then, you know, everything kind of blossomed from there. But yeah, that was one of my favorite scenes too. And the Bill Russell, um, I, I guess you call it a, well, you can't call it a cameo because it wasn't actually him, but it turns into the story showing up. That was something. <laughs> the Bill Russell. Wait, when did Bill Russell shit on the pop bad up? Story. They was telling the story about uh, the fan that broke in his house, vandalized his house, and shit in his oh, bed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was like funny, but then, not funny. Yeah, Norm Mix was like, yeah, that, was like wasn't, that wasn't yeah. just any shit. That was human yeah. shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they wouldn't, you know, classic close up. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 no, I get it, I get it. It's shit, I see it. Um, man. Yeah, man. Uh, well, I guess we can move on to the next topic. Uh, who's <laughs> perfect topic for uh, what we were just talking about at the beginning of the podcast? Who's the most pissed off from this episode? Uh, I've got one uh, person in particular. Uh, who do you, who do you, who do you got? Listen, we can't go with Magic anymore. He he. Oh, I'm he's off magic. the list. Oh, I'm you going go Magic with, again? Okay. You, you, I, I'm you taking go ahead, but right. I, I got to see you with Magic. <laughs> Listen, according to, according to uh, recent articles, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Jerry West are the most pissed off. They're sick of, they're sick, <laughs> Actually. They're sick of all the lies. Basically. So, Open your eyes, I'm people. Yeah, this is propaganda. I just wanted to just, come on, Jerry West. Just come on first take. I'll finally tune in the first take if you come on. You just say you want to clear the air. Tell us you want to clear the air. Tell us you got some dirty secrets that you've been wanting to get off see, your chest since you left see, even, Lake of Land. It, it wouldn't even be fun because Jerry West would be like, I feel like Jerry West would legitimately like break down crying. Not even like, yeah. I'm not even trying to make fun of him. Like, I think he, like, I think he's genuinely hurt about this. Um, yeah. But uh, what I was going to say is. Magic Johnson again. <laughs> and guess what? It's because of him having sex. Uh, <laughs> I looked it up. I don't think uh, that Rhonda friend character of Cookie exists, really. Um, but that didn't really stop the showrunners from insinuating Magic Johnson fucked Cookie's best friend. <laughs> I know, right? It was like, hmm, taking some liberties? I know exactly <laughs> what we, what to do here. She, like, she came out, she came out of uh, the shower. I was like, Oh man, they're doing this to Magic, yeah. and Lord knows, I think I think Magic Johnson had one like quick little quote about like how he's not watching the show, obviously, uh, and like whatever, like he didn't go, he didn't he didn't write an article in Substack, he didn't have his lawyer send in a, a letter to the HBO mm-hmm. or to at to the Athletic. I don't know where the hell that letter actually went. I was kind of confused about that part as well. Man. But exactly. Yeah, I was like, oh man, like 
I hope magic. I hope it did like, oh, hey, magic. Uh, you, you see, you catch what happened on the episode last night. They they said you were, they said you had sexual <laughs> relations with Cookie's best friend while she was at the door. Um, so, I was like, man, you guys have been, you guys have been really promoting the the sex having life of magic this entire show, but you guys, you guys really cut deep with that one. Yeah, man, boy, deep they out did themselves. I was yeah. like, man, this, this dude a hound, man. He can't. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, is magic a piece of shit? <laughs> yeah. Never thought uh, that. I bet life. magic, man. I bet he ain't got nothing but some holes in his TV every Sunday night. He, he'd be <laughs> like, man, maybe maybe this Sunday they show, you know, maybe he got something that, you know, happened when he was, you know, around the time he got with the Lakers that meant a lot and was like super, super positive and nobody else know nothing about. Maybe he think they're going to take some liberties and show that and you know, we know one side of magic. We know what the other side they're doing. Maybe it'll show us a whole other side of magic. He tried to tune in to see if they're going to show it. Nope. It gets worse and worse. <laughs> and it really does because, look, we are grown. We know what this is building up to. So at some point, <laughs> it won't ratchet down. No, it is. <laughs> no, it's, it's going to keep getting rowdy. Um yes. But yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, we we can't keep saying magic every every episode, but it's magic every episode. Like, yes, we can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, so we can. Just keep outdoing itself. <laughs> um, what's some other parts you liked? I feel like, uh, you know, I was gonna ask who's the most improved, but I feel like each week I just love the Jerry West character more and more. Sorry, I'm sorry, man, Jerry. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's hilarious. Come on, dear. Yeah. Come on, man. Rip that DNC up, man. We don't need that right now. As always, I got some um, some lines written down uh that Jerry West had in this. Uh very early on when he's at the in like the uh conference room with uh Charmin and uh Jerry Bus. Uh what do you say? You can't teach a pig to paint. That's the most <laughs> West Virginia, most West Virginia uh line I've ever heard. Uh at the and then when he was walking away when Pat Riley was like, hey, get out of this booth, buddy. Like, let me talk to my head coach. <laughs> and then he's walk away, lay off the fucking French fries <laughs> to, the, to the players. And then, like, it was like, who's the white player who who West had subbed him in? He was like, me? I can't think of which player that actually is, but he was the one where he was like, oh, I like uh, French fries. <laughs> dang, I forgot too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that was good, man. And then just him in the limo. I mean, is that not just us watching every single Laker game of all time? Just like, come I love like, come on, Jerry, it's just a basketball game. And then he turns it off and then turns it right back on. <laughs> and I also love the idea Bro. of of screaming about foul calls while listening to a game on the radio. <laughs> you just have yes, absolutely man. no basis of what happened. You're just like, come on, ref, get off your knees, the you're referee. blowing the game. <laughs> I think it's a... Uh... It's a clip of one game, man. It was in – I wasn't in the forum. It was might have been in Staples Center, but it was the hottest mic of all time, and somebody called a referee, Eddie Murphy. It was so funny. It's like, <laughs> come on, Eddie Murphy. I was like, man, people are wild, man, games. <laughs> lot I got to find that clip, man. A lot of uh, fans – uh, chirping at that Celtic game, some real vile stuff being thrown around. Oh, um, brother, there was a lot of pushing and shoving, a lot of slam ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, uh, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, a lot man. of a lot of no calls. I love the uh, the Celtics announcer too, just like, oh, the Lakers are getting mad because they're not 
being allowed to do their dirty tricks. Just stuff like that. <laughs> There's no blood, no fire. Speaking, huh? of, speaking okay. of cartoonish portrayals, I mean, that one was absolutely preposterous. I, I barely even know much about that guy in real life, but I mm. could I could take a fair guess that he's not as cartoonish as that. Like, I felt like I felt like Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey type uh, cartoonish. <laughs> <laughs> Let them tell it. What else we had? Um, we had uh, something else I feel like we missed. Oh, one little note I said, very small part. Loved how they threw in Barry's uh, grandma shot free throw. Did you oh, catch that? Yes. That was Love good. That. I like I saw that. I saw like Barry on the back. I'm like, oh they're about to do the uh-huh. they're about to do the free throw, aren't they? Just a little little Easter egg for us. So then we got ooh, I'll tell you what, not not as enthused about that Jack Nicholson impression uh this time around as I was uh the first time we saw him. That's bad. That's a bad. Yeah, it was a little, a little too light, man. A little he too might light. need to add some. I was like, a little scotch yeah. probably would have got him there. You know what I'm I was going to say the voice wasn't deep enough. Like you need, you need that, yeah. that like that grizzled yeah, voice. He, yeah, he had a little drag tone. of a cigarette. Yeah, he had like the cadence of the voice and the look, but like I was like, this sounds like a little boy doing Jack and Nicholson, and you need a, you know, you had, yeah. like even when he was like in his younger days, he had kind of that deep grizzled voice. I couldn't have said um, it better myself, man. Yeah, I was gonna say, what else? What other storylines that they do? Um, I love the uh, the Kareem and uh, Magic Senior scenes. Yeah. That was good. That was that, that was, was a good, good scene. I love. Yeah. Um, I think that's Ron Morgan who plays uh, mm-hmm. Irvin's dad. Had the classic like uh, creeps. Like, I gotta ask you: Is your son always happy? <laughs> He's just like. Uh, only since only since his first breath, and uh, yeah. he, he, I think he was like he laughed. He's like, "Who, Junior?" <laughs> only since yeah. his first breath, um, and they kind of had like that kind of back and forth just about how the terrible, 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 terrible way uh, America is doesn't really affect magic and like Urban Sam was like, "I don't, I don't really know if it ever will." And, no, it really hasn't. Uh, then they kind of just. What was Magic Johnson's dad was talking about his days in what was it Mississippi? I think, mm-hmm. um, and it was I don't know. I, I don't really know if they have. I mean, you might know. Do they have like a relationship in real life, Magic's dad and Kareem? Kind of. I kind of feel like that's right, but I'm not sure. But uh, that's my first time I heard of. It. Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of interesting because, like, shit, like Kareem's probably like in the middle of their ages. I would have to guess. Like somewhere around, probably yeah. closer, probably closer to magic, but like probably pretty close to the middle uh, in terms of like splitting yeah. their ages. So it's kind of like, like he's the, like Kareem's like kind of setting up Kareem as like the big brother slash like associate father uh, of magic. So mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was really cool. I forgot about that scene. You keep an eye on him for me. Yeah. He's like, bring out, I love, I love the references to, uh, the Bruce Lee movie, like break out some of those karate moves if you have to, or whatever you said. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, classic. That's a classic um, movie. What was that? Last rank? I don't know. I was gonna say, oh, I'm, not, oh, I'm not too. I'm not too. Yeah, you look it up. Lie. You look it up, and I'll fill some fill some dead air. Uh, I'm not too familiar on Bruce Lee movies. <laughs> I, for some reason, I've been kind of wanting to get into karate movies, so so I might have to watch. Uh, God, yeah. I mean, Game of Death. I'm sorry, I said the last dragon. Yeah, I was gonna say. Wait, is it the last dragon or is it Enter the Dragon? Bru- Tell you what, the Bruce Lee stands. Listen to this, are furious. Man, what? 
And you like I want Walton and McHenry's head on a platter. <laughs> what are their Twitters? I'm about to get in their mentions. <laughs> yeah, man. Y'all, man, we just get just pummeled. Just <laughs> these guys want to talk hoop. They're not really <laughs> kung fu heads out here, man. Um, yeah. Let me see. How did Kareem get cast in this? I don't know. I would have to imagine money, it was. Man. I'd have to imagine it was like right after airplane or right before before airplane. I don't know. It's it's like watching that scene of them fighting together. It's very, very entertaining just to see, and also just yeah. entertaining to see the pictures of them. It's like it's yeah. like one of those out of context pictures. Like if you don't know the story behind it, you're like, what the hell was this? What what am I looking at right now? Um. Yeah, let me think. I'm trying to think. Widely regarded as one of the best scenes in like cinematic history. Seriously. Huh? It is like, like I said, like that, just a picture of them in that scene is like so iconic. And like, I mean, I don't think Bruce Lee was that tall. Just having that uh, Kareem juxtaposed with him like in the scene and fighting. Classic. You gotta love a nice, they do that in James Bond movies all the time. The classic small guy fighting the monstrously big guy. Love those scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, heck yeah, man! I don't know. What are some other funny, some funny lines in this? I don't know. Actually, this episode wasn't like super, fun, super too funny. Um, a lot of serious stuff, kind of going into Jerry Buss's mom's uh, health declining. They had that good kind of like. Uh, I mean, it's such an easy analogy, whatever comparison to make, but the Monopoly kind of uh, stuff at the beginning of the episode and kind of throughout. Um, Kind of like Jerry Bus, which is just the Jerry Bus way, apparently, of just uh, you know, continuing to stay alive and stay alive as long as you can, and then you know who knows the the luck's gonna go against hey, you. Uh, sometimes, sometimes the luck's gonna go for you. You just gotta stay alive. Exactly, it's a game of chance. It really is. And that, and honestly, yeah, that is a great you know kind of message for life. Just just keep going. You know, ups and downs they come and go, and I'm trying to think. What's the expression? Like, uh, don't get too high, don't get too low. Mm-hmm. Smiles and cries, man. Like smiles and day. cries. Stay even keeled, and you'll get through it eventually. Um, oh, oh, deep. Going going from talking about Bruce Lee stands to to life. Um, hey, man. Trying like, to think. What is, it was a flow like water. Be like water. <laughs> Be like water. Yeah. Back to Bruce Lee. There we go. There we go. Um. Let's see. You got anything else you want to know about the show? Um, I think next week they're going to get into what you were kind of talking about in terms of the league building off of Magic and Larry Bird's rivalry into what it is today. I saw like a preview. It was um, David Stern, whoever plays David Stern, talking to Magic about like, oh, like yeah, we're going to try and like promote you and uh, Larry Bird at the All Star Game. So kind of, I don't know if you saw the preview, but perfect timing of you saying that. Um, Amen. Anything you're like excited to see other than that or anything else like that? Uh, I mean, yeah, just outside of them building that, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see them, um, you know, dismiss, um, <laughs> this go ahead and bump, uh, art. Am I running stuff together? They haven't bumped, uh, Pat Riley up officially, right? Not they, have, they haven't. No, he's, but I think he's officially an assistant coach now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm waiting for that. Though. I'm waiting for the, you know the uh, 
you know who gonna drop a hammer. Which again, he, I think that's the one he really gonna openly come forward and entertain and be like, that's not how that happened. I would never do that to a coach. We was there. Oh, magic. Yeah, we was there. <laughs> how much you want to put on it? You bet, man. I'm a bet, man. How much you want to uh, put on it? That's gonna be the first time he'd be like, in that episode, that did not happen. I Everything think- else. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he is because if he does that, that opens the doors to. Oh yeah, like magic. What about what about this? What about that? What about this? What so about what about that? um? You're not you're not denying these scene? things. You're, yeah. you're not you're not denying these things, uh, but you're denying this. I thought you weren't watching the show. Like I and I feel like I swear to God, like I mean, it's one like I'm sure Apple Plus gets the. The, the, the final say on when they release their little docu series about magic, but there's got to be some reason for them to release it. Uh, what, like in a couple days? Like, yeah, I feel like magic's like, all right, just, could you guys release it for like the last few episodes of the show so I don't have to deal with it? Like, um, I'll talk about my docu series. I'll, you know, I'll go on these late night shows and they can't ask me about that. I won't let them. I'll just talk mm-hmm. about my docu series. Me and Kimmel will pal it out. I'll do some winks to the camera. You know how I do. I'm the magic man. Uh, you know, I'll talk. <laughs> you know, I'll magic. talk. Just not about this. Not about this. Yeah. Not about this. <laughs> Good little laugh. <laughs> and I got <laughs> it. And Larry was going. I was like, cool. <laughs> Magic oh dust, man. man and uh when his mom when his mom was like you know you lost that game because your pass is turning the ball over and he's like oh i thought you didn't watch it and the dad comes in like oh she listens to the radio every single night and then she got embarrassed like uh, uh no i don't do that no 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 i oh, thought he was, was so gonna, sweet, like, i thought he was gonna be like oh you don't like the <laughs> they oh, need man. they need to I do that it. honestly they need to have quincy isaiah pull out the <laughs> it's coming don't worry man they got it's so bro this could really be like a 13 season show bro yeah imagine well, doom, here's what they're doom, gonna do doom, they're gonna do two or three doom, seasons doom, they're gonna do two or three seasons and then they're gonna do like i don't know how they're gonna market it but they're gonna do the spinoff and we're gonna do Shaq and Kobe, and that and that is going to be no oh, brother. That's Boy. gonna be uh, that. That'll you be appointment television. Bangers. Some man. situation not exactly bank, but man, you talk about some some things. And you, I mean, the only thing you really not getting is Kobe perspective, but you do got most of the people who was a most. Oh man! With and, the exception just, of Kobe, all, everybody who was around in like. Into the thick of it, like gonna be able to, yeah. And uh, feel it, and Lord knows, Shaq will be commenting weekly about that show. <laughs> he won't be doing uh, a, he won't be doing one Substack, and he won't be doing a letter from a lawyer. He'll be on inside the NBA every night. They'll, they'll be doing the Shaq. What do you think about uh uh? What what do you think they're gonna call that show? Well, the book's called Three yes, Ring Circus, be. right? I guess they can just win in time, three ring circus. They'll pro- they'll probably stick with three ring circus. That's a pretty good name. Um, oh man, who would play? Oh man, maybe maybe at some point then the sh- uh, once the show ends, we can uh, think about who we'd want to uh, for them to cast Phil Jackson. Because I can't I can't uh. even like I don't know who the hell like it's so easy to play Jerry Buss like that's just like that's like a John oh. C Riley's dream probably to play Jerry Buss. Or Will Ferrell's. Obviously, it was mm-hmm. Will Ferrell's dream. But, like, playing Phil Jackson, like, that's like. Oh, give me Michael Shannon still, all day. 
Ooh. I could say and, and he was supposed to be it. Jerry Buss as well. Yeah. But but he'd be perfect for Phil. They, yeah, I think he can do the he can do the yeah. silent but like intimidating. Yeah. Peyote pipe. Damn, that's a good <laughs> one. I think that's probably what you know, sometimes people go in for a role and they say, Hmm, we're not gonna give you this role. But got down, perfect down the line. Yeah. yeah. Cause Case I think that happened it? to who in the MCU. That happened to somebody in the MCU. They went um, in for um I think uh was it Cheetle? I think it was uh Chadwick Bozeman. It was somebody like it was like a heavy oh, hitter, whoever oh, it was. Oh, um Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston was uh auditioning for Thor. Tom Hiddleston yes. was trying to be Thor and they're like and like they were seemed like they were gonna give it to him, and then they said, nah. But you wanna be Loki? You wanna be his brother? Um because there's like so. you you can find video on YouTube of him auditioning a store and it, it just don't look right. <laughs> it's it just doesn't look right. There's some other ones. Oh, um uh Killian Murphy uh in like Batman before Christian Bale became Batman. He auditioned for that and they're like, eh, we're gonna go with Christian Bale, but you wanna be you wanna be Scarecrow? You wanna be a little scarecrow? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, there is a lot, but yeah, I could totally see that. Like, hey, uh, we're gonna roll, we're gonna roll with something else. But Phil Jackson mm-hmm. later down the line, huh? Huh? Yeah. Oh, it was Chadwick Boseman. He auditioned for Drax. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they was like, well, we got that, something better. Rest in peace to the king. But that really yes, worked out for him. King. That that part oh, really king. worked out for him. <laughs> man. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, we're gonna we gonna we're gonna hold that in our back pocket. We already one for one in our like Kobe show predictions. You got the Kobe, Kobe. baby. Like you, you heard it here first on Lakers Outsiders. Michael we predicted Shannon. it. We will love our royalties. We want them on the first and the fifteenth. You don't have to pay us every month, but do us right. We know you went and wrote that back into the story. We know you <laughs> went to do it. We know you listening. So if every... you're listening, cast Michael Shannon. Every episode of that show, it's going to say, you know, they do the, you know, directed by, written by, casting by. Same name every episode, except next to that person's name that casts everyone else, it's going to say Chris Walton, Donald Henry, also casting directors. Because we got Michael, we got Michael Shane, we got the biggest part of the show. Michael Shane, Phil Jackson, we got him. We pinned him. So who you cast as Shaq? I would cast Shaq as Shaq. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I don't even know. Like, that's like, I mean, like, I would have never been able to guess who would play Kareem or Magic Johnson. I honestly would probably be nice if they just did, like, some kind of unknown type guys like that. Um, Speaking of that, random thought before we end, I I loved when uh, West had um, subbed in Spencer Haywood, and he goes, Wood, you're up to to good old Wood Harris. (laughs) Thought that was funny. Hey, 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 that's what I'm talking about, man. They got a lot of they got a lot of literal winks to the camera breaking the fourth wall. Mm. Then they got a little subtle winks to the camera. Well, they uh, they had another wink to the camera with Pat Riley. Nobody watches basketball on Christmas, anyways. Yeah. (laughs) Fast fast forward a few decades, and that's baby bro Christmas ham. Yeah, and and, and championship rematches. Gotta love it. Absolutely. Well, um, do you have any other thoughts before we get out of here? Let's go watch man. some more playoff basketball. Yeah, man. I'm craving orange juice now. I think about them Kareem cups every morning. <laughs> I don't know why. 
But uh, yeah, outside of that, that's it, man. All right, man. Well, we will see you guys next week, hopefully a little bit sooner than uh, Wednesday. Uh, Might get you a pod in just a few days after this. Um, Recapping, what will that be? That'll be episode eight of Winning Time. Uh, We'll see if we got any Lakers rumors. Uh, For once in a while, they're actually kind of dying down. Um, But maybe we'll talk some playoffs. If not, not, I'm sure another person of the show will come out and complain about something. And we can talk about that, too. But we will see you guys then uh, at the beginning of next week. Until then, my name is Donnie McHenry, and that is my good pal, Walt. We will see you next time. Peace.